0: This is the K-pop cast, bringing you best sounds and ideas in K-pop each week. I'm DJ Peter Lowe.
1: I'm Stephanie.
0: I'm and DJ this John. Week- what's up?
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not hey. following the script.
2: I thought it was all good. Uh, my
1: bad. Off script already. All good.
0: So as you heard, it's our favorite uh, K-pop DJ, DJ John. Uh, welcome to the show, John. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. All good. And
1: this week we are all doing a deep dive into G IDOLs' Tomboy. But before we dive in, don't forget to join the K-pop Cast community on Slack and sign up for hard hitting editorial on our newsletter. Links to those in the episode description. And now let's dive in. Yeah,
3: i f- Tomboy.
0: So here's the press release background that we got on the album. By the way, we also went to the press conference, I, I should add, to the album drop release party, whatever press conference. And there was a QA for journalists. I, I asked some questions and I got no answers. <laughs> so, hmm. Well, I mean, they, I think they did their what, best, what? but I, I don't think they understood the answer uh, the questions. So, Idol. Um, which is what I guess they're, they're now choosing to call themselves Idol for simplicity. It's like you even hear them say Idol in in the song. Mm. They're they're keeping the way it's spelled out, but the way you pronounce it and say it was just Idol. I guess is their preference moving forward. So this is their first album. It's. I Never Die. And it's an album that consists of their feelings and thoughts on not only the prejudice against themselves, but on prejudice in the world. The comeback is good news for many global fans who uh, have been supporting them a long time. The press release says that it heightens anticipations of K-pop fans with their self-produced songs. Self-produced? Many songs, like if you look at the the production credits on all the songs, every single song, guess who's next to it? Your girl, so yeah, yes, <laughs> my girl, Your girl, my girl, yeah. So she's on, she's credited everywhere, um, also for a lot of the lyrics on unfortunately all the songs as well. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. But, <laughs> um, yeah, d- does she want to take credit for uh, somewhere? Yeah. Anyway, anyway all right. so stay tuned. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it has nine tracks, so um, it contains the album contains Tomboy, Never Die, Villain Die is My Bag. Uh, there's a CD-only only version of Tomboy, which is composed by Soyon written and composed by Soyon Already an Escape All right, are thank co- you. Yeah. co-composed by Minnie. Uh, Polaroid and Liar are co-composed and co-written by Yuki. Hi, and, girl. Uh, by fully letting out G-idol skills that they have been building up over the years and capturing the messages the group wanted to convey, the album is expected to show idols' broadened range of musical capabilities. Uh, so I feel
1: like this line in particular is just like AI generated and put into every K-pop press release. Yeah. Expected to show their broadened range of musical capabilities.
2: <laughs> it <laughs> right. could be lost in translation, Sorry. too, though. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I think what they're trying to say here in this last line says that they're trying to bring out their feelings of authenticity, you know, by by being more involved in the production and the songwriting process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sure. There are three new concepts in this album, um, so the group is already known for being quote-unquote concept masters um, I like because that. they get new visual transformations every time they've got a comeback. Um, so uh, the three main concepts in this album consist of a noir-style risky version, a chill version that is relaxed in a cool revenge squad concept, and spoiled version that expresses the protagonist who is arbitrary but is hard to hate, have captured idols, matured facial expressions and visuals and have foreshadowed the various emotions that are to be shown in this album. Uh, interestingly, Ooh, stylistically,
1: expressions.
0: when you look at risky, chill and spoiled, the I is lowercase. Yep. In each of them. Um, and yeah, I think that, that's it. I think that that's I can get read more, but you, you guys get the gist. So that's that's the PR babble.
1: All right, so we're gonna look out for the matured facial expressions in the music video.
0: Yes, let's see if
1: we notice. <laughs> so uh, now that we have some background on the album and what it means in the bigger idol picture, uh, let's hear what were all of our hit replays on the album. P-Lo,
0: you first. I think what we were we were messaging each other about making sure we weren't picking our own hit replay about, uh, off of this album. Yeah. And I I think I messaged you, Stephanie, like, oh, I like the weird-sounding one (laughs) with Soyeon. And I was Uh, like, which one? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Yeah. So, I looked up later. It was Villain Dies is the name of the song. And it's weird-sounding because it's got this, like, really weird cacophony of, like, acoustic sounds and a funky drop. Um, And it Mm. just, you know, odd, like, there's some, some, like, serious genre switches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, and it's got a good beat, um, like, percussive, percussive beat. Um, so you're mixing, like, these weird funky sounds and, like, this, like, sort of, um, you know, the next closest analogy I would make is Beats Antique. I don't know if anyone knows that band. Mm-mm. <laughs> but they're, they're another band um, known for the way they mix a lot of, like, brass and... Um, Uh, symphonic samples together and then with like a modern uh, hip-hop beat but not just uh, like a hip-hop beat but I think a particular beat that goes really well if you're under the influence of something,
1: never mind uh, marijuana. Something we in the Bay Weed. are
0: familiar with. <laughs> yeah, we. I was trying to see if I can get away with a PC. Um, but anyway, that, that's what it's done for. So I think very similar vibes to that. After Bill and Dies. That's my Ooh, hit replay, yeah. I can see that. All right. All right, Stephanie, what's your hit replay? Uh,
1: for me, I appreciated the song Liar because I think it was pretty simple but well executed, and that it kept my attention the whole time with this driving, big, bad uh bass and percussion beat. Right? Um, it had that rock sound to it, but the Melody was appealing as well. And I like that Yuki had a big part in it and helped to write it. That's my girl.
3: There you go.
0: And how about you, DJ John? John?
2: Me? Yeah. I? All right. I, I'm a hip-hop dude, so I like my bag, of course. I mean, yeah. that was a record. That yeah. was my a record bag. that, like, you know, after I heard the single, I was, like, sifting through it looking for B-Sides I could put in the mix show. And then I was like, oh, it's got to be my bag. Because that's the only one that's, like, drums and rapping. So, hip-hop. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Yes, I think we all share that. I think that was a very close hit replay for all of us, right?
2: For all of us, yeah. yeah I was yeah. almost yeah. gonna pick I, I it.
0: Yuki is rapping
1: one. in that one. It sounds so good.
0: Yeah, it was yeah
2: amazing. Yeah.
1: That song reminds me of uh, Chanmina Bijin. So we'll just
2: put oh, that out yeah, there, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, anyone okay. else hears the it took me a second resemblance.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, something you might wanna yeah. mix together. Yeah, I
2: yeah. Know. I, I, yeah, I'm familiar, definitely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I gotta cut it out though, cause they cut. There's some cussing that happens in like the second part of that.
1: Oh, oh, so, yeah, you know,
2: be, pay attention.
0: <laughs> For podcast listeners, you can't right. see, but the DJ John just did the uh, <laughs> what what is that, that meme again? That we tap you your forehead your as if you know. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta use your noodle. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you Man, gotta make it Asian. You gotta use your noodle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh,
3: all
1: right. Wow. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> let's move it along be like that okay show you
0: so the, those are our hit replays off the album uh, but let's react together to the title track tomboy so podcast listeners we're watching idols tomboy in 3 2 one go.
2: Turn it up.
0: Love the colors. And this 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 guitar riff and loop has been what stays in my head well after the song. Look,
1: hey, you, you. She is selling that vocal delivery. I love it with her like over it, petulant
0: voice. I love the look so young gives us here. The snarl, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, queen of snarl. You see the the Barbie.
1: The-
0: <laughs> look at that. Yeah.
3: Of course,
0: because 'cause they're badasses, driving cars. Got a red car.
1: Yeah,
0: i tomboy. F- I love the way, yeah, it fills up. got the what? The rocker bullhorn. I don't know. Mm. Got the the muscle pose and they're doing the
1: rock hand signals. yep yeah, that's a big part of the choreography the point dance maybe I
0: don't want to this ping pong I know this part has been contested <laughs> people mm. have different thoughts on this but I, I think we can all appreciate how good she looks
3: yeah sure whiskey I' it the
1: Okay, so she was just basically trashing the kitchen, showing, you know, women's place is not in the kitchen. She stabbed a cake,
0: shaped like a heart, so doesn't like Valentine's Day, I'm sure. Yeah, real badasses, they never look oh. at the fire or explosions, they always walk away. Yeah, they just slowly <laughs> walk away. That
2: was timed really well with the lollipop hitting the floor and it exploding.
1: Mm-hmm. You see the girls in baggy pants with ripped holes at the knees. That's probably the most tomboy element of fashion. Or
0: licking a lollipop off the floor. I don't know what Soya I know. was thinking there. <laughs> That's the one she's from a the floor. No, Soya. Oh, this is the best part of the song, right here. Barbie and Ken. But I love how, like, the girls, like, are, like, you know, swaying back and forth to the beat. It just, like, a twinge of, like, evil eeriness. Definitely evil.
2: Here we go with
3: the choreo.
1: Neither man nor woman. Okay. Just me, Disrupting the gender binary. Uh uh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, not
3: really.
0: I like this.
2: Yeah, those poses, poses are really yeah. good.
0: Woo! And the kick in the face hey, stand to end it so on. On. And Soyeon, the queen. Yes, got to end with Soyeon. Yeah, I love the, just the instrumental of this song, the rock vibes that we're getting. But this loop is the rock so is in catchy. this year. Yeah, there's our boy. Peace. Oh, <laughs>
1: and he falls to <laughs> he didn't his death. Make it.
0: Nope. Yeah. All right. Woo. Nice. So, I I think what was just fun is that you've got a wonderful blend of different like visual styles. Um, not a lot of tomboy, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> visually, what, I, what is tomboy? I think we can yeah, like laugh about it, it. but yeah. what do we have in mind here?
0: I I think Peter. Oh yes. Uh, what should we dive into the uh, feminism discussion or
1: or or yeah, just talk about the visuals like you were saying in that context. I yeah. Vi- visually, what did you expect or hope for as tomboy?
0: Well. So we, we had the chance to watch this during the, the press conference, and I think, you know, I just went into it no – well, I knew what the concept was going to be about. But uh, I was ready to embrace whatever they were going to give me, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you look at the definition of Tomboy, and if you want to be really, you know, finger-pointy about it, mm-hmm. uh, I think of a girl in boys' clothing. Um, or, or, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to play the boys' games, right? Right. Like, that's what I think of. Right. When I think of Tomboy, that's what I think of. Um, yeah. So, seeing this, it kind of reminded me a lot of CLC's No. It's yeah. like, red lip, no. High heels, right. no. Handbag, no. And yet, they have each of those things. All of those things. Because <laughs> 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 you got to the right. That they're wearing. Right. Um, you gotta, yeah, you got to sell. Yeah. so That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think it, it's certainly more girl crushing in the looks that they're giving us. In, in the mm. And the costuming, the outfits but not exactly a tomboy. Edgy, to be sure. Fashionable, yes. Tomboy. Yeah, closer
1: to what you would consider rock-style fashion. Yeah. The the black
2: leather, the red lip, you know. It's like, just reminded me of like Avril Lavigne, you know? Yep. It's Mm -hmm. like rocking. It's like kicking ass, but still being a girl. Feminine. Still being feminine, right.
3: Yeah. Mm,
1: it's no, not like, because um, totally. mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. what you were saying about um, CLC, it's, you know, because I, I think of Tomboy and I go way back to the 90s with TLC. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. overalls Ooh, and yeah. like, you know, just overalls pants yeah. and just like Gotta have overalls. Up like acting like a dude kind of thing, whatever that means yeah, now. Yeah. Back then that was just more defined, I guess. But now yeah. it's a little bit different. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So we we tweeted earlier, just asking everyone like, hey, what what do you all think of of uh, Idol's tomboy?" and uh, our favorite girl, Dina, uh, she tweeted in saying, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's the timing of the song that aligns with what's happening in the country that is the most interesting. I like the song and the rocker vibes are cool, but I'm really curious about the statement it's making in South Korea's current political climate. Great question, Dina. So we looked into this perhaps more than we needed to. <laughs> um <laughs> you're thorough though come on hey we, we, we uh-huh. talked to a lot of different people on take this. credit um i'll add that i reached out to a number of people who uh are regarded as experts on this topic in their field um but just didn't want to talk about it because they're kind of traumatized right now <laughs> given the current political climate in oh. korea uh so which is what um what the quick background um and we'll play a clip here from, we had a chance to um speak
4: with john lee and i am a south korean columnist and pundit who talks mostly about uh green politics and occasionally dabbles in media content especially korean movies and tv shows Great. well
0: thank you for your time and for joining us john um so as we mentioned to you just via twitter um, we're really interested in diving into uh, Gia, Yoja Idol's uh, song, uh, Tomboy. And it, it comes at an interesting time. There's a lot of interesting discussion around feminism in Korea, especially in light of the incoming administration. Maybe you can provide a little bit more color. Like, what is the, uh, the socio political like, uh, <laughs> like, environment right now in Korea? Um, especially for, you know, feminist or feminist-like themes Mm. in in art and music?
4: Well, I think it is quite important that we need to divorce K-pop and politics Mm -hmm. in order to have this discussion. Mm -hmm. Because um, when we talk about South Korean politics right now, feminism is a dirty word. Um, It's starting to change post-election, but at least until just a few days ago, no one wanted to be associated with this word uh especially when it came from the right which was associated with the likes of the people power party who was led by uh, uh lee Jun-seok, who is the chairman and yoon Song yeol who was just elected president they have tried to take uh, a huge step away from feminism in fact lee joon is the typical anti-feminist he has taken a lot of the typical anti-feminist rhetoric that you might see on 4chan for uh, for example and he has taken that and he's the walking talking version of 4chan and he has taken a lot of those men's rights activist talking uh, points and has stood against feminist movements in general and a few days ago there was a washington post interview where the candidate, uh, Yun Seung-yeol, said that he was a feminist. But when that interview went viral, he had to take that back and say that he wasn't a feminist a day before the elections actually took place. And so that's where the elections were. And now that he's the president uh, or the president-elect, uh, at least for now, he said that as soon as he does become president, he is going to abolish the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. Now, the question is if he will completely abolish it. Or if you will just restructure it and give it a different name or do something else with it, that's a different question altogether. But it's still not a good image. Right now, feminism is not associated all that well.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: the same thing happened with the progressives. The progressive candidate, Lee jae when he was campaigning, there was this one time when he was about to be interviewed for a podcast or a radio station, and the host was a feminist. And when he found out, he pulled out immediately before the interview could even take place and that was a fe- that and that was a progressive candidate and so now that they have lost and they have finally found out that oh maybe they shouldn't be alienating women uh, <laughs> after all of the progressive uh, leadership they resigned en masse they have just appointed a new interim leader and one of the interim leaders they just appointed is a 26-year-old feminist a, a young lady and so now they're finally taking this step forward and saying, okay, we are going to completely rebrand and we're going to start taking women seriously. And now there's this change within the progressive party, at least, and so hopefully we're going to see some changes. And that's the political side of things in Korea. The K-pop side, on the other hand, that's always been different. Now, mm-hmm. um, I just heard that song that you linked to me, uh, now I'll be super honest with you. Although this is a K-pop podcast, I am a K-pop novice. I don't really listen to K-pop all that much. Now, on occasion, sure, but not all that often. So uh, I've never heard of Idol before. You uh, showed me that link, and I heard the song, and I read the lyrics, and I uh, I got the gist of it. It's the Sen Oni concept that you guys talked about, uh, and essentially, it was they took the word tomboy and they just replaced the word feminist. Instead of saying the word feminist, they just said, said tomboy. Sure. Uh, and I thought it was a cheeky way of going about things. And, all right. On one side, I thought it was quite clever. And on the other side, I thought it was quite sad that mm. they had that that's what they had to resort to. They had to mm-hmm. use the word tomboy instead of using the word feminist. Uh, and on another aspect of it, it was also not all that surprising because this whole... Sen oni concept, the strong woman concept, is not new. Uh, you we can go back years. Uh, you know, Poa, yes. who's been in, who's been a K-pop artist for twenty years, she's been this uh, epitome of this uh, strong woman, strong idol, strong female empowerment uh, figure for twenty years, and she's not the only one. You know, Red Velvet, Hyuna, Blackpink, Mamamoo, you know, they've all done the same thing as well. And so it, I, I think it's important to point out that K-pop is also a business and they know what sells. And it's not just Korean buyers, it's also international buyers, uh, people all around the world, uh, there are K-pop fans all around the world and they want you know, female empowerment. They want that, those kinds of messages. And so sure, they would sell that kind of message on one end on K-pop, but in politics, those are two different beasts altogether, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm coming to this discussion with like a very biased Western right <laughs> you know mindset and <laughs> paradigm, right? Sure. So uh, when I think of uh, feminism, right I'm'm I'm, I'm inheriting like a lot of like the western definitions and and, and usage of, of that term. Does feminism like mean something different in in Korea? like does it take on a different translation or meaning?
4: Well, it depends on whom you ask, really. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, If you ask a feminist, I'm sure that they will say that it means the same thing that you're saying that it means. Uh But, you know, if you talk to one of those uh, red-pilled men's rights activists here, they'll tell you that it doesn't. Um, In fact, a very frequent talking point that a lot of young men in Korea will give you is that feminism is not pro-women, but rather it is anti-men. Because A lot of young men will say that it is men who are the victims of sexism in Korea, as ridiculous as that may seem. And the talking point that they keep going back to is the the military conscription service here in Mm -hmm. Korea. Now, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the topic, but in the Korean constitution, it says that all citizens have a duty to serve in the military. Um, The constitution is very gender neutral when it comes to military conscription. But when it comes to actual practice, it's only the men who have to serve. Now, currently, it's about only 18 months that men have to serve. It used to be 36 months back in the day, but then it got reduced to 24, 21, and now 18. Uh, But regardless of how long they have to serve, it's only the men who have to serve. And a lot of the men are saying, "Because, because we have to serve in the military for however long that we have to serve, that's when we have to waste the prime months of our lives And during that time, women go to college, they graduate, and they get jobs, and we have to compete with them, et cetera, et cetera. And that's one of the key talking points that they keep coming back to, never mind all of the other structural benefits that men keep having and all the other benefits that we have. For for example, hiring and firing or promotions or gender income gap. They don't mention all of that. They, They keep coming back to this one talking point. And so... Uh, yeah, going back to your question, it really depends on whom you're asking and how selective they will be.
0: If you could just, you know, look into your crystal ball and guess, like, you know, where you see things going and heading. Like, do you think uh, art and music is going to change from the? Because clearly political candidates, even progressive political candidates are, are like censoring themselves and being very careful in how they talk about this uh do you, do you see similar acts or changes in uh in k-pop music?
4: I think we will continue to see more videos like the ones that we just saw from Idol. Uh, they will continue to um, broach the topic of feminism without actually saying the word feminism. And it goes back to what I said earlier. We have to separate business and politics the K-pop industry knows what sells and they're going to try to sell what they can. But at the same time, they're going to try to make sure that they can sell things without getting canceled. And so it, it's at the same time business savvy, but also at the same time political cowardice.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I'm, I'm almost kind of reminded of a lot of um, diplomatic language around China's like one, pol- uh, one China policy. Mm-hmm. Like Taiwan is like, well, we're going to kind of pretend Taiwan is there and not pretend it's there at the same time. It's like, mm-hmm. same thing with these labels who want to be like, yes, we're for like female empowerment, but not there.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the exactly. same
0: time." So it's just such a weird way to tiptoe around it. But I mean, yeah, if they can double dip, why not? You mentioned talking mm-hmm. about, you
1: know, they're saying tomboy instead of saying feminist. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure like most, people who don't speak Korean will just like what is tomboy equivalent in Korean language and I think most people will think of like the word what was it Marquarangi? I think that's what you, you get when you type it in a papago but is when it comes to like using tomboy versus using feminist you they're using tomboy specifically as like the English word for, for this kind of concept is there like the actual like Korean equivalent? And do you think there's an intention of saying it in English rather than saying what you would use as the Korean word for it?
4: Well, uh, we have you have to understand that uh, the Korean language is a very um, international language nowadays. Uh, you know, if mm-hmm. you speak to a typical Korean and you ask them, do you speak English? Then they will likely say no. But if you actually talk to them for a while, you'll realize that half of what they're saying are English words. Uh, right, Conglish yeah. The the word tomboy Konglish itself, words. sure, it's obviously not a Korean word But it has mm. long ago entered the Korean vernacular And oh, okay. we understand what the word means And the word has already been used as a, a boyish girl But, you know, um, whether or not that's understood as the code for feminist I, I don't know if that's actually been deciphered yet But we'll see
0: all right, we also looked into I want to call it this fabulous paper by Jen Lee. Am I pronouncing this right, Stephanie? I I would need to see her Korean name. Okay.
1: It's possibly jae Ja. or yeah. Jen Lee and then uh, or Ji-un, right, cuz it's just like EU. So, I don't know. I would need to see the Korean.
0: The second author is uh Hong Soon, Yi Hyang Soon.
2: Hyang There we go.
0: Yeah. Whatever these guys said. I don't even speak great Uh, We're going to provide a link to this paper In the description of the episode Because it's just a really fantastic paper That I encourage you all to read But looking at this concept Of uh, tomboy You see a lot of themes of female empowerment Certainly not the first time that we've Seen it in K-pop But what I really like about this paper They call out is that One of their main points Is that Girl Crush and lowercase feminism. Which which they associate
1: in their paper with the concept of sen unny. Mm. Some of you might recognize Jesse's song and music. Come on, video, yeah, yeah. So they use that term like kind of interchangeably with girl crush in the paper.
0: Yeah. They I guess the critique that they have for this trend and this concept is that it still operates under a patriarchal male gaze Mm. consumption. So yes, you can be, uh, you can define whatever you want to be, but it's still a lot of these concepts and these songs turn back to, um, I can be sexy to get him back, for example, or, um, this is seen as empowerment because these are male poses. Or uh, these are male things to do. So one example that I really love that they bring out in Korean literature is that, I guess, in classic Korean literature, consuming alcohol and tobacco symbolizes an active resistance against a patriarchal and sexist power structure. So women who break the law are seen as reclaiming that. But again, I think their overarching thesis in this is that, but that's still, you know, under the, the patriarchal paradigm. Um, right.
2: So and because of confucianism as well, which is by nature a patriarchal design because mm. it's like there's a lot of he and men do this, this is the family, this is how it's structured. Um mm. so it's kind of like you you, know, you want change to happen but you're with you're within this system that's just like built such a such a you know male chauvinist way that you can't like, what are you going to do? You know, what can, what can you really do? And the only way that like to, to express your, um, like feminist ideas, you still have to temper it with being soft too. Like Jesse, you know, she's like Mm -hmm. powerful. Who'd that be? And like, you know, she's no joke from New Jersey and all that. But when people get to know her, it's often said in their interviews that, Oh, but you're a big softy. And she's like, she "Oh, is, you got me." Yeah. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. I feel like that's why she's accepted. Maybe you know. So, yep. but it's still making totally. some. That's why they let her in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's still making some headway, moving the needle a tiny bit. You know, who knows?
0: Yeah, and I, I think the authors of the paper can like that's where they find optimism. They they recognize that yes, this is still operating under a, like a patriarchal paradigm, but at least it's somewhat moving the needle in the right direction, and hopefully, yeah. In reading this paper, <laughs> we can uh, <laughs> find new avenues for healthy consumptions of of how you content, such that this can scale in the right way. That women, girls, and and whatnot can uh, shape the discourse, shape you know what it is to be transformative. Right. So I, I gave the reference, the example they gave earlier of uh, alcohol tattoos. We see the same thing in this music video, right? It's like well. Uh, so young, you know, like, oh, I've got, you know, whiskey and uh, tattoos, mm-hmm. and uh, I, she, one of the lines says that she has Coke, like Coke, co- Coca Cola, the drink. <laughs> <Burr>. <laughs> but rumors have said <laughs> that a part of the reason why the maybe these lyrics are slow, like clunky and weird, is that rumors have indicated that it was originally cocaine, and it was more like hyped up. Like I'm piecing out. Uh, rather than <laughs> I'm chilling like Coke. So, what? <laughs> Unconfirmed. I don't know, man. That's a the that's a leap for
1: K-pop.
2: Yeah, yeah, that well, would be too much. I was I mean, surprised I,
1: they had a bleeped out F-word.
2: Yeah, you know, it's yeah. almost like you know the the bleeped out F-word is like unnecessary censorship style, where it's just <laughs> like they didn't even need to do that, but they did it just to be like, maybe we said it, Ooh. maybe we didn't. You'll never
1: know. (laughs) You'll never know. Well, I think that's that's the whole thing about K-pop is that plausible deniability, Mm -hmm. the queer baiting and like that. That's my. No one's uh, out. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the form of co-optation of like being able to take credit or dip in to progressive or radical uh, scene or aesthetic, Mm. but not actually stand by it politically.
2: Because, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not indicting
1: the artists or anything, but yeah, these companies that that produce and approve this content. Yeah, it's all about the money, as yep. DJ John is gesturing,
2: right? Yes. Now. <laughs> Gotta get paid.
0: You know, on that note, let, let's play this clip from Hagen. Um, so, right. Stephanie asked this question of Professor Hagen Lee
1: Would you say that. Um, and I guess lower, lowercase feminism, girl crush, in the hands of K-pop labels is an example of co-optation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, or an example of maybe defanging the, mm-hmm. the structural potential of these concepts by like making it a, like, like, like you mentioned, it is still for a type of male gaze.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so is is there any like potential at all for these kinds of concepts to <laughs> push things forward progress wise or,
3: or is it just yeah.
1: the, the system getting smarter at co-opting things that are that are popular? <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, tough question. No, this is definitely a form of co-optation because like think about why these groups like girl groups are now being made the way they are It's yeah. because the K-pop industry has realized that If a girl group, you know, um, if they want the girl groups to exist for a long time, they need to go after the female fans who tend to be more active with their fan practices, who tend to be more visible on social media, who tend to buy more things. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. they learn that. Um, And, uh, you know, like I'm thinking about like even Wonder Girls and Girls Generation. If you look at the fans who are still with them, it's mostly women. And they're the ones who kind of like have stayed like you know, male fans have moved on to other girl groups. <laughs> <Young> <laughs> like <laughs> the younger, the yeah, the younger girl groups. But yeah. I'm looking at like girls' generation and their fandom and it's mostly women who grew up with them. And it's kind of like astounding to I mean they've existed, but it was always like the male fans that have gotten more attention. Uh, but girl girl female fans have always existed and they're the ones who kind of like keep Uh, the groups uh, to continue to exist. Um, So I think the industry realized that in order to be uh, successful in the long run, they need to go after the female fans who tend to express it through purchasing. You know, they have more purchasing power, first of all. And second of all, they tend to be more expressive in the way they, you know, um, they show their loyalty and their affection for the groups so now even girl groups are like you know um are being created with with the female fans in mind and then like picking up male fans it's the other way around it's not like let's make a group group that appeals to men and hopefully we'll attract the female fans in the process i think it's the other way around now let's create a group group whether it's a boy band or girl group, let's create a group that appeals to the female fans, and then pick up boys in the process. I don't know. I couldn't believe it. but that's the that I feel like there's that there's been that kind of a change with the strategy, um, especially after 2016, 2017, uh, when feminism has started to become really, really uh, a, a very you know uh, hot topic issue in Korea, and I think a lot of women have also changed their stance on girl groups. There used to be like for so long in korea and i think it's still in the states too there's been this perception that women are like competing against other women or men um that women cannot be allies to other women i think that's changed um in you know in korea in korean society and we're seeing that with fandom as well because a lot of girl groups that are being supported are by women um you know uh like a lot of i see a lot of discussions um uh, with female fans talking about how It is their responsibility to help girl groups to survive. Uh, They're the ones who are being exploited. They're the ones who, you know, are Mm -hmm. being objectified. So it's the women who need to look after them, take care of them. Um, So even like what was surprising is like even like these QC groups, like Oh My Girl is like one of the groups that I didn't think would have would appeal to female fans. But they're actually really popular with female fans in Korea. They're more like QC kind of a group, but they're, you know, they have a huge female fandom. Um, So like now, like the Korean K-pop fans, like female fans, their way of thinking about girl groups have changed significantly. They see girl groups as an ally, as a sister. Um, And in fact, I think like, you know, because so many K-pop female fans have been disappointed with male idols because of all these scandals, they're like, you know what? Liking girl groups actually is better because I don't have to worry about all these nonsense you know so i know some female fans have moved over to the girl groups because it's less stressful um and there's pleasure in supporting a fellow women um so i think that has also played a role in why we're seeing shifts in um the relationship between female fans and and, and girl groups they're no longer enemies they're now allies mm-hmm. sisters if that makes sense, and so maybe that can, like, in, in the long run, that can bring some kind of uh, of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but in but to g- get back to your question, yeah, th- this is definitely like a marketing strategy by the K-pop companies. They understand the power of female fans, so that's why they're changing uh, the looks and the style of girl groups. Um, you know, making them edgier, making them look. You know more, uh, you know, like jumping on the girl power bandwagon, um, and 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 I'm 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 also thinking like the popularity of Street Women Fighter will <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> also will also linger um, for a while. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, think about like the overwhelming popularity of that show with women. Um, it was all about women, like you know, helping each other, like friendly competition. It's not like women bringing other women down. You can still compete to be the best, but uphold, like you know, but, but be supportive. Um, and and a lot of women like that because for so long they've been told that they have to fight against each other. But now they're told that it actually can compete, but still be friendly, and still help each other to be better. And that's that positive message. I think is now being reflected in Korean popular culture in general, and it has to do with the changes in Korean culture as well. And um, a lot of women in their 20s and 30s, uh, unlike their older generation, are more open to that message. They're, you know, they're more interested in gender issues. I mean, think about the way they voted in this election. Um, So that's going to have an impact, um, even though the Korean society might have might continue with the anti-feminist backlash for a while, like women, young women are going to, are not going to stand still. They're also going to engage in all these activities to fight against that. So we'll see how that is reflected in, in K-pop songs, especially songs by girl groups.
0: Yeah, it, it's not lost on me that... Um, so, Queendom is one of the lyrics in the mm-hmm. song. Yeah, right. right. The show Queendom that they were on. Mm-hmm. And you contrast with the male version of the show Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kingdom was yeah. very much... Uh, <sighs> okay, you're know, some games. You know, we're going to beat out... Legendary war. <laughs> and the Queen of the show, what was so great about it, mm-hmm. it's just more like, uh, you know, we're each on different places on our respective careers and our journey. Let's uh, all kind of lift each other up and, you know, knowing that we're in different stages and going for different concepts, like, you know, here's what we can all collectively learn from the experience, so... Mm-hmm.
5: I mean, it's not just... I mean, you also have to think about, like, why they're doing this. It's not just the Korean culture environment. It's also... Uh, g Idol trying to expand, become more visible in the U.S. market. They signed up with a U.S. record label, right? Um, so, and it's it's not just g idol. I think like K-pop groups in general, and especially girl groups, um, they've all, you know, kind of ditched, even like TWICE has got, gotten edgier <laughs> over the years, um, two reasons. One, because they've grown, they're no longer teenagers, they're all young women, so doing the QC stuff kind of doesn't make sense anymore. Um, Looks weird um, when, you know, they're mostly in their mid 20s and because now they're signed up with a US um, uh, label and uh, they're trying to, uh, you know, venture in the US market. So they know that doing a very passive feminine, hyper feminine kind of performance won't necessarily. I mean, it will still be appealing to a certain group of people, but not to like a more mainstream audience especially with female audience in the States. So this is not just a reflection of what's going on in Korea, but how the K-pop industry is looking outwards or more so than before now that they are signed up with uh, U.S. labels and they're becoming more aggressive in um, their venture in the U.S. market. So we'll see how that all plays into the changes or non-changes that we see in K-pop. Um, I, I just want to go back to this this question that I asked John, and I feel like it. I, I feel like it yeah. might tie into to the the confusion of using the word tomboy and then seeing the execution. Because um, <laughs> obviously, when, at least my personal definition of tomboy, you, you think of of very like. Uh, in his styling yeah. and things like that yeah. uh, and I, john mentioned this like tomboy is it's a konglish word like it is used in korean vernacular is there is there possibly a disconnect like we see with other konglish words where word is used but it does mean something different when used mm-hmm. in the korean context yeah that can be yeah that can be possible like in this I think it's about rejection of like women rejecting femininity, right? Um, uh, and, but I feel like I don't know if it's a conglomerate thing, I think it might be a K-pop thing. Um, mm-hmm. understanding K pop uh, thing. Understanding tomboy as anything that kind of like deviates from this conventional womanhood mm-hmm. maybe gets to be understood as tomboy. So women no longer performing in skirts. Uh, or uniforms um i think with this i i only saw the music video so i could you know i don't know what kind of um, um like attire that IDOL is in when they're performing tomboy maybe like i remember like when aoa started adopting girl crush concept um and moving away from this very feminine girly uh concept they started wearing suits and i think that's you mm-hmm. know um like neckties and and uh and, and suits in um, variation of suits um, to kind of like, you know, express some sense of um, androgyny. Uh, although it was really androgynous. <laughs> um, um, I guess it's like ind- androgyny within the Koreans. I don't know, like Korean standard. So I, yeah, maybe like Tomboy can, like the way it is being used in the song is like, uh, based on Korean culture's understanding of Tomboy. Although I don't really know what, that is um i feel like it's more about like unconventionality rather than like a rejection of femininity i i I know like in korea that the meaning of tomboy can be different i just don't know how uh people in korea are understanding tomboy today Mm. i'd be surprised yeah i i mean but i don't know like because i grew up in korea my understanding of tomboy was always like amber is a tomboy Right. from effects mm-hmm. like that's my understanding in my definition of tomboy not yeah. girls who are wearing suits like you know um I, yeah um yeah full, again, full makeup full makeup yeah. and black leather like wait a minute exactly. that's, that's not <laughs> yeah. very hyper feminine because that's why it was so confusing yeah. to me and then and then even in the lyric, they talk about how tomboy is an attitude it's not mm. what's you know, I think, yeah, I have to look at the list. No, I was thinking I, like, oh, it's an, it's an attitude. How convenient. Yeah, that. You can still look like a K-pop star. You know? Exactly. And, and, and have an attitude that is very different from this passive, uh, feminine, yeah. feminine, you know, being like, you know, being in control, like, you know, uh, seemingly knowing what you're doing, being independent, strong, whatever. Um, so that's, I think that's the definition of tomboy in this song and in G-idol's other song and then maybe tomboy in general. But it's not about, like, you know, um, like being androgynous or, uh, you know, rejecting femininity, which is how I understand tomboy. And then I think there's even, yeah, the, another point that was very confusing to me in the lyrics is when they say, like, it's neither men nor women, men nor women. It's yeah. neither men nor women, just me loving tomboy. Uh, um, so, yeah, so. Um, I mean, it looks like they're rejecting gender binary, which would be really revolutionary. Oh, but, I <laughs> but I doubt that is what is going on here. It would be awesome if that's what was intended, but I doubt it. as I really don't think they have a clear understanding of what top no. <laughs> Yeah, when I saw the lyrics, I was confused. When I saw the music video, I was confused. But I do know that they are they are trying to present a very different kind of womanhood. Um, and using Tomboy as a way to do that. Um, and again, because they're able to do that because this is a group that appeals to uh, to female fans or their core fandom is female fans.
0: Yeah. So I think for something to be capital F feminist, Ooh. it's got to be, let's get organized. <laughs> let's let's collectively bargain let's be transformative and let's you know get out and vote and and call for very action-oriented things
1: right I, i i would take it a step further um like actually you could uh confront the gender binary Mm-hmm. You could explore what it's like to play a lot of different genders or none and just experiment with stuff that seems absurd rather than playing out something that we've already seen in terms of a, a female aesthetic. Um You could also, um, you know, what one of my hit replays from a few weeks ago was Mama Dol, Uh who I was hit, just thinking because that. Because yep. they're, you know, they're they're not. The aegyo, they're not mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. girl crush necessarily. These are moms. And there's yep. a line in the Wuhi Hip song that says, I know what it's like to birth three children out of my body. Do you know? <laughs> and it was just this really strong, in your face, maternal, powerful, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. almost like matriarch, divine, feminine strength Yep, that like, we never see. And that's a whole other option that I think does a bit more to combat Patriarchal uh, hierarchy than than what we see in in the idol video today. Yeah, they, they, there's there's just so many more options on the landscape that I'm waiting for them to try. But um, I think like DJ John was saying earlier, patriarchy and like Confucianism, like you mentioned, is this all encompassing thing that like narrows the bounds of your imagination. Yeah, you can either be sexy or cute. You can either be. Like, <laughs> right? Like all of them are for the male gaze, and all mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. uh, promote patriarchy into the future. Um, they don't break it down. Yeah.
2: Well said. It
0: Thank reminds you. me of um, <laughs> technological determinism. Like, are you guys familiar with this Ooh, concept? Yeah. So, no. What is it? Okay. Sorry. Tell me. Undergraduate philosophy of technology student <laughs> <it> here. <anywhere>? Um, <laughs> yeah, go for it. So uh, Velociraptor in I the house. actually. This is very specifically a Marxist. Did you say uh, philosopher? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I was, Peter. Yeah, was something I was that's so good. With. But um, I, I think it was uh, one of uh, Marx's papers. Was it Marx or was it Heidegger? I, Marx, I, just, I believe. I'm going to go with Marx. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, in one of we'll his, his pieces, he he writes that. Um, or was it Wittgenstein? Which, which Oh my god, it's been way just, too long. Just say, say, so, it. Just say it because just, we don't,
2: we won't go argue ahead. with you who it okay, was. Okay,
0: so, uh, like, there's many different ways of like revealing uh, phenomena or the world, right? Like you, you've got art, Whoa. you've got, uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, communication, whatever. Um, but um, technology has a very particular way of revealing the world, such that it forces you to view it through a certain lens. That self-perpetuates itself and rules out others. So it's very inframing. framing is the word that you would use. And a uh, big thing of technological determinism is that your needs are no longer your needs, but it's being subverted by technology. And it's telling you what you need to do. To keep the machine running, to keep this thing going, and it okay. can even be further metaphysically theorized that, like, well, the then the future isn't so much in the control of humanity, but whatever you know, the machine dictates, and so like you could like linearly <laughs> you know predict where things are going from what the technology de- defines, uh, you know, the future. So like, so changing free will to what the machine. Let's say you're very into Instagram, right? You're going to do things for the likes. Um, so there are certain things, behaviors that you need to be doing to get those likes on Instagram. Yeah. For example.
1: And and you don't even know, like you're subconsciously doing them, falling right. into the flow and the trap of the app.
0: Yeah. 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 There's a really good Black Mirror episode on that. That brings it to life. Um, oh yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I bet. I uh, yeah. T- like that. That argument. I would love to like shift the magnifying glass over to like capitalism. Yes, like is technology <laughs> right. really determining right. it, or mm, like, or is, is it, it the these? dollars?
2: Because well, it's for right. the, the likes, dollars, it's the corporation engagement, and you know, making people like like be why the platform?
0: Yeah, like, well, you know. and I think maybe this <laughs> it, maybe it, it was in fact Marx because he talks about the productive forces mm. and, and that being
1: okay production. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, the means of production, i.e., yeah. technology. Um, yeah no so technology we definitely
1: capitalism. worship that stuff almost yeah. like a spiritual
0: okay. yeah totally okay thanks for uh what, what's the connection to... for joining in <laughs> for, for this week's undergraduate led probably mistranslated philosophy discussion oh um but yeah i i just want to bring this back to uh what co-opting right that you were talking about stephanie yeah. that um yeah. The machine, the K-pop machine, is going to want to have his cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. It's going to want to say that it's feminist, but not be feminist at the same time. This, mm-hmm. I think, uh, going to the paper. Yeah, out of, right.
1: I just want to say, out of, out of all of the ways you could prove or convey that you're feminist, your fashion is probably like the weakest one you could do <laughs> in terms of, like. okay, sorry, in, in terms of a K-pop video. I think having lyrics message could be actually really powerful. I think, um, I don't know, paying the staff equally could be even more powerful, (laughs) you know, structural changes, the bigger is more systemic you get. Um, Just like like representation or tokenism is like first step on the rung of actual change here. So that the fact that, this video is being talked about as like feminist icon oh my god it's like we have such a long way to go it's, it's just it's like fashion um, choices it's that like, are not even
0: you know it's like I, I, i'm gonna take this moment to make fun of bay area san franciscans but it's like liberals who are like oh we we believe in love and science in this house and like okay okay like He's yeah, like, whoa! You're really
1: saying something. Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> you, you put a job? sign out, like,
0: you you did your job because you put a sign out on your lawn. Yeah, they can pat <laughs> like themselves what? on the back. That's it. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yes, like the black squares for black on Instagram oh, right, right. for like, Black Lives Matter. I've done my part. <laughs> yeah, I blacked out my profile picture. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here, you yeah. guys. Yeah.
0: yeah. So actually, I've seen a lot of discourse around this song on on K-pop Twitter and, and Reddit and stuff, and a lot of people have, mm. have said like. Oh, I've heard that uh, Tomboy is, like, performative. And people mm-hmm. are like, well, yeah, it's performative. It's K-pop. It's all performance. Yeah. Like, well, okay, yes, yes. That, that is that. That is one sense of the word, performative. But in the sense that maybe we're referring to performative is that uh, it's going for the bag, the gesture, yeah. without the action. It's saying, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh i for It's going for radical cred. Yeah. But... They're trying to get to those, yeah, they're
2: trying to get the dollars from the people that are into whatever the thing is trending.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. And again, capital F feminism, like, well, let's take action yeah. or let's do something more like mom adult. Um,
1: yeah, sure. Like, there. Yeah, this 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 is my life. And like, I don't care if you think I'm sexy or not like right. that, right. like that to me signals like the next train station for Mm. these ladies if if they are in fact at this point in their consciousness or development which who knows the company decides everything that we see so who knows but just taking it uh, a step further i think that the next place they can... I, I, I think that it's natural for all of us as we have like a rebellious stage to seek to feel strong and empowered in a society that makes us feel weak. And our first idea is we look at who seems to have power in the society? Yeah. Men. Yep. Big, strong men at the top. Okay, maybe I should dress like them. Maybe I should talk and curse and smoke like them. Like that's like a, <laughs> a really obvious logical... <laughs> thing to do. But then, but then like over time, that is not satisfying anymore. You're like, who am I? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I? I'm still centering the man. Even if I'm hating him, I'm still centering him in my life. Right. Yeah. So we can move past that towards what if I centered myself and stopped thinking about men? What if I focused on sisterhood and motherhood and like, you know, and that yeah, that just, just to just to like bring bring that home and like look at what could we hope for in the future of K-pop is like how do we decenter the male gaze? Whether we're like mad at him, hate him, oh my god, my ex, like mm. how about he's not even in the picture? Yeah, how yeah. about the yeah. change like? the subject?
2: Uh, yeah. What do you think yeah. of Twenty One? Like you know, ten years ago, love Twenty One. So so now, from what you're saying, mm-hmm. uh. You know, where do you think, where does that fit in? You know, like, because yeah. that that yeah. seems to be like a, like kind of the beginning yeah. where you're just talking about.
1: They're one of my favorite groups of all time, and I, I saying, don't think we've had anyone come close to what they were showing yeah. on screen.
0: It's a yeah. great question, John. I encourage mm-hmm. you listeners to read this paper that we're linking because they talk about a couple of songs from To Anyone in depth as examples yeah. of, of, you know, uh, what is it, Strong Elder Sister, uh s- mm, and Annie. Yeah. Um, but um, and also, we we talked about it quite a bit with with Professor Hagen as, as well as, as a few examples. But um, I and think- e- even
1: to anyone, which they were still K-pop stars, still within the kind of narrow bounds of imagination, still looked cute. They still got like they still had their career cut short by YG mm. as business decision. And he is on record saying, like, they are not attractive enough. They're not pretty enough. Yeah. For he said it's for the market, Maybe.
2: but it's right. about him. <laughs> and also, it's like at the time, you know, because uh, things come around yeah. and things change. Yeah. So sometimes something's not in fashion, and then next year, all of a sudden, if you just timed it right, it would have blown mm. up. Who knows? Yeah.
0: yeah. But one thing I want to point out with, with uh, twenty one to anyone is that, um. It's still, in spite you know of the very strong uh ani uh, mm-hmm. theme, it still operates under the male paradigm, male gaze paradigm yeah. for all right. all their songs.
1: They had they, they still have
0: guns and like <laughs> and I am the best. And um, mm. we brought it up in our conversation with Jen, but um, listen to twenty one song "Ugly." You know, there, I think mm-hmm. there there's something special about the vulnerability. And and recognizing, like, oh, God, I hate that I care about uh, this desire to be pretty. But at the same Mm. time, like, you know, I think I'm ugly. I want to be pretty. I want to be like her, you know, again. Hey, that's, yeah.
1: I, I love that. That's a first step mm. in the right direction. It's like acknowledging where you're
0: at. Yeah. That, and that's how true. patriarchy harms yeah. us. Being yeah. Honest. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Although, mm. what's really funny about that song is that it was written by Teddy, and Teddy was crying <laughs> to himself when he wrote that song. <laughs> but, um, hey, Teddy, oh, a, a quick footnote. Um, we, yeah. we talk about, um, looks and fashion. Yeah. If you actually wanted to be a tomboy, I want to call out who really quote unquote, paved the way. And mm. um, in this paper that we referenced, Sali so Sang-un? Oh, not correct? Amber? Uh, this predates Amber. No, I, uh, I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, so, Lee yeah. Sang-un.
1: Lee Sang-un. Yeah, the OG tomboy. Look at that short hair.
0: Yeah. So look at photos and videos of Baggy her. Baggy denim. What? Like oh, in yeah. the 80s and the 90s? Wow. That is very much tomboy. That's what I think when I when I hear tomboy.
1: Yep. No makeup. Yeah. Oh, we that's got to No somebody. one would dare. Oh my gosh, ah. yeah, the K-pop girls would not dare to look like this. Cuz anyway. it's not pretty, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what is pretty, but yeah, it's oh, just like so far outside the bounds of the the discourse, the imagination of the scene.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I want to say thank you, Tina, for for taking us down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Woo. And I I hopefully – I think we want to talk more about feminism later. But let's turn the conversation more to to the song itself and um, the concepts and and things that we're saying. So, I mean, what? what, Anything – I kind of want to talk about the lyrics. Can we talk about the lyrics of the song? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, to sum it up in one word, not even one word, one emoji – I would sum it up with the quote-unquote woozy face emoji, which is a face that's like... <laughs> woozy. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like trying like, to smile oh. but looking kind of drunk at the same time. That's how I view <laughs> the lyrics of this song. It's like... Yeah. Okay, I kind of get where you're going, but like... Take off. Man, oh man. <laughs> is this clumsy There's, in execution. Oh gosh, in
1: terms of K-pop, like English gibberish, this is a gold mine.
0: Well, I, yeah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, like, what in our 2012 <laughs> episode, Stephanie, we, we says like, "sexy, uh, single, ready to sexy, bingle." Sexy and single, yeah. But bingle being like, what, what the hell is that? Yeah, bingle, bingle. Or you get a fun phrase like "elastic fantastic," you know, "fantastic elastic." Yeah, like these are those are are K-pop English. That's like, true. Icons. They're they're just like having fun with English, right? Yeah. Exactly.
2: And you know, the other thing too is even English records that do are gibberish. Like have you ever heard the record September by Earth Wind and Fire? Which oh, yeah. is huge. <laughs> yeah, true
0: that. Like right. okay, yeah? so you know yeah. you
2: know the story behind that. The woman that wrote those lyrics had that chorus as a filler. And um she oh, told what? them she she just wrote gibberish right there because she's like, Oh, I'll get no to wait. that later. And so when she played it for <laughs> Maurice White, he was just like, You're not touching that and she's like learn that you don't get in the way of a good hook and Mm. it it can be whatever. So especially with K-pop and especially when things are in different languages, there's other onomatopoeia that like, that's, I mean, that's what attracts me to K-pop in the first place is Mm. that we don't get certain words. And in Korean, you get to say certain things that are just like, we don't get to say that because we don't speak Korean. And so you want to mix the two to me, it's just like, do it do it and I don't even care. Yeah. I love
0: that. Uh, That's so great. But the thing is like, so right. we gave examples of Mm. like, whatever the hell they want to say, it works in the line. Oh, by the way, John, that is actually very, I, I don't know if you know this, forgive me if I just, you know, Preaching to the choir here, but like that—that's actually a very common thing for a lot of songwriters for K-pop. Like, you know, maybe it's written by Nordic producers, sound write, songwriters. And they'll be like, "I don't know what to say here. I'm just gonna go la di da di la da da ba ba mm-hmm. ba ba ba," and then mm-hmm. that, that ends mm-hmm. up being the song the yeah. they actually uses <laughs> an a it's dope song. Because yeah. it's like,
2: yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, and other times, like maybe SM will do a good job like translating that into actual lyrics, but. There's
2: an interview with Esna where she talks about um, Mm. the fact that a lot of the times it's just accidental because they hire her to come and translate lyrics yep. and when she gets there she's just like what are you guys thinking like what are, what's going on and so she fixes everything but that doesn't always happen because there's only one of her and like there's only a few people yep. doing that so a lot of the time it's just like you know maybe in, in terms of this it, it could have just been like no no one was around that like could fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah but, but going back to so anyway uh, the main reason why I bring up the yes. lyrics to begin with is that like there was an effort And then it just misses it. Like, you could have rhymed these lyrics. I don't care even what you rhyme it with, even if it doesn't even make sense. I would have gone with it because it would have hit that musical beat, right, in that Mm. phrase. And this felt clumsy because it's like, okay, that didn't quite go. (laughs) With yeah. you know the, the maybe, melody maybe of the come song, maybe it'll come in the next line. Uh, and maybe, no, like, nah. It, it felt like, t- to be honest, it just felt like Soyon probably wrote one thing. Cuba's like, we're not gonna have cocaine in this song. <laughs> <laughs> Change it to this, and she's like, whatever. I don't understand what this means, but it sounds good. Uh Because maybe this is what I mean by like no man, no woman. When really I mean like we can be ourselves. But I'm gonna write this. And uh, that's probably how we landed. So, I I would say, acoustically, sonically, I love the way Sion delivers it. But yeah, yeah, all the members, the rhythm at which she delivers it, and the words themselves, and whether or not they rhyme, just yeah, a bit stunted.
1: And- yeah. Yeah. Clumsy. It was jarring.
0: Honestly, it was jarring. Who knows?
2: Like, I I can never figure out, like, you know, what's in people's minds because it's like we're also in an age of like clickbait. True. And so who knows if somebody sat there and said, this will get people talking about it.
0: Yeah. Well, Mm. you know, Mm. here we are. We're We're talking talking about it
2: and we're talking. Well, actually, what you just said about, like, you know, the sound of Sion's um, verse. I was just reminded me while I was watching the video, listening to the buildup to the first chorus. Mm-hmm. It's really well mixed. Like, because oh, you've yeah. got so many different elements. You've got like the hip hop, boom, bat, like the beats, and you've got the bass and stuff, but then you've got these guitars, and they really did a good job of carving out space for each sound. Yeah. Like the guitars when they're building up, and then they're That's adding the mix. EDM, like, Like uh, stuff. Mm. It's like well balanced and it's like not, but it also pumps. It's also like Mm -hmm. it hits where it needs to hit. So it's not like it's just like this wash. It's like dynamic as well. So, uh, you know, kudos to whoever the mixing engineer and the mastering engineers are because they know what they're doing with them sounds.
0: Yeah, it could have sounded really bad. (laughs) Here. Yeah, actually, uh, an example I would give to contrast that is uh, Wow Thing, another Seon song. Uh, That was poorly mastered. This is the opposite of that. Um, yeah, I yeah, I really love the rock elements in this song. What did you guys think of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it fits yeah. really well. It's clean. Mm-hmm.
2: It's yeah, it was yeah, totally clean and powerful. Because I mean, like there are certain things, like certain emotions that you can express with guitars that you can't express with drum machines. It's just mm. ah, you know, like that's yeah. ah, like uh, the stressy emotion, the
0: snarl. It's like, yeah, exactly, it's got the grit right, the textured grit. Yeah. 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 Texture, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz like you think of a lot of these like synthetic EDM pop productions, it's smooth most of the time. I mean, obviously not all the time. There are a lot of exceptions to that. But like that's typically the natural inclination those uh, choices of instruments will lead you to right. Um, so with yeah, rock, because I think if, you, you get if a you're lot playing more. a
2: guitar, it's like you you're playing an instrument with your hand. Like you know, it's just like mm-hmm. you're a human animal playing something, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's it's coming out like you know whatever yeah. you're doing in real time. Whereas if you're tapping you. something out on a drum machine or like you know making a pattern or something, it's on a grid. Yeah, and it's just kind of like dun dun, dun 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 dun. So well, you know, it's not really you say the that, John, kind of writing. But
0: at the same time, I think when you I don't know if you took a well, look at the music like in, in your DAW or or any other DJ software but like it's it's on the beat <laughs> oh yeah yeah no no no
2: it's all done no I understand it's all done to a a machine I'm just saying like guitar based music in general in oh yeah yeah for sure yeah comes from like you know playing yeah. instruments ra- rather than like tapping out drums and I'm not and diminishing it either one it evokes that uh, emotion in us it's pro- more primal because yeah. it's a guitar yeah it's like you know when you hear like a violin you know it's the actual like horse's tail on a cat gut yeah and that's the sound <laughs> yeah. that's coming out of it yeah, yeah and it's that's why people respond to it because it's like it's nature you know
0: mm-hmm, what i
2: mean mm-hmm. yeah it's a little deep <laughs> wow that visual uh, <laughs> yeah. that was funny
0: uh so Twitter user dim some life, um, I think. Listener <laughs> nice of the show, Twitter name. Yeah, great, yeah, great name. Makes me hungry. They they DM'd us, uh, I think a week or two ago, saying like, "Hey, what do you, what do you think of like bridges and songs?" And they gave an example of like a Stray Kids song they didn't exactly like because it had like a really jarring bridge. And mm. I think you know the quick response we gave them at the time was like, "Well, like there's no rules, and usually bridges and songs are just thrown in there because just mechanically." the way things spread for virality that's just the best more often than not that's just the best way to to spread a song um to have one and you have
1: to give your like your vocal members a chance to shine and like do a high note like obviously
0: that's Mm, part of the formula yeah (laughs) sarcasm (laughs) what was what was the song Oh, I, I I can't remember and I, I don't want to okay. get huh. in any more trouble with the strays. Text
2: but. it text it to me if you find it or something, because okay. I'm interested in knowing like what they didn't like.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's mm. a Dim Some Life, go ahead and, and uh DM, DM yeah, DJ Sum John. Yeah, Dim Some
2: Life, get at me. DJ John Main. There you go. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. Hit
0: me up. Yeah. Um, but I bring up the bridge because my favorite part of this whole song is the bridge. Right when we get the la 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 la, la um mm. and you start seeing them like evil Barbie um swaying side to side. Um, about to commit murder, like that was <laughs> yeah. like I can imagine a whole song, like a whole separate song, in that direction. In fact, it probably mm. was based upon a whole another song. A lot of people have mentioned Billy Eilish's "Bad Guy." Um, mm. very similar line, not identical, yeah. but but similar, of course, inspired mm. by. But I, I love it. I, I think visually what we're seeing on the screen at that at that time um I thought that was a really good move uh for for uh, idol and, and cube frankly, like we talk about grit and edginess and subjecting norms i I thought that was like, you know just not something we see in k pop um especially when it comes to murder
2: <laughs> totally agreed,
0: yeah, so one member was notably missing <laughs> from this comeback. And yeah, I think they all.
5: P-D-M.
0: Oh, our member, yes, but I meant Idol. Oh, sorry, was missing a member. <laughs> yeah, P-D-M, uh Michaela was supposed to join us tonight, but she got called into work last minute. So I would have loved to have her Aww. thoughts on a lot of this. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Idol, they were without a member, and yep, they were able what to keep happened? going as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, and this is part comes... of the
1: K-pop scandal playbook.
2: You I don't know anything about going. it. What
0: happened? Su Jin was, former member Su Jin was, uh, got in trouble for claims of bullying people as a youth. Was it variant. just
1: the, I mean, I don't want to say just, but it was past allegations of bullying during high school. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. And. That's crazy. That's so crazy to me. I mean, like, you know, I don't, I don't really care if people come at me because it's like, I don't know, like, I just don't care. So, like, I'll just say what I think. Um, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um what it's like mm-hmm. if we all had cameras on us for like high school years. Oh my god and back in whatever when it things were in a different like things have changed in the last five years and if someone's want trying to get me for something I said or thought or did thought police style, I'd just be like who's innocent? (laughs) Like, who? Mm. you know? Um, And and it's like, did anybody break the law? Did somebody break a law? That's where Mm. it's like, okay, all right, you got something to say. But if no one broke a law and maybe somebody's got, feelings got hurt, but then you may apologize if it actually happened or something, then it's kind of like case closed party people. But (laughs) for whatever reason, people want to like dead people's careers on Mm. allegations that like sometimes aren't proven. I mean, I don't know what happened in this case, but- Did anybody prove anything?
0: Uh it was
1: inconclusive and by the way it doesn't even matter once the scandal rises the person gotta go yeah but like, like when and, and we and we spoke we we wrote about this extensively in the prior edition of our newsletter so i'll send you that dj john uh, yeah, yeah i'll check that
2: out maybe uh, yeah. i'm wrong maybe like you know no no i no, be I, like,
1: I, I was i was basically saying what you're saying like right. none right. none of us could survive the scrutiny if no. <laughs> our if our past lives were judged like that
0: yeah, so crazy, man. yeah. But yeah. what's mm-hmm. particularly interesting about it is that for the longest while, Cuba's in her court. Like they were on her yeah. side, to be like, "No, this mm. is completely false." Until this they couldn't. Wrong. Yeah, and Until, I, yeah, I,
1: the classic, the online mobs. Yeah, it's, so it, which it is just, cr- which.
2: That's almost like the patriarchy thing you're talking about. It's just like Mm. it gets to a point where it's just inescapable and you just have to make a decision and cut your losses because whatever the thing was ignited to the point where it's just like it doesn't matter who's right or wrong anymore. This is just what the reality is. So facts don't matter.
0: I want to give a plug for the Authentic series. Um, Yeah, um, speaking of – (laughs) yeah. Uh, Bullying, online mobs Facts don't matter Yeah, reminds me of Tablo and what he went Through with Yeah, And everything Mm -hmm. around that, it got to a point where Like, well, John, you're saying like Well, what's the law? What law was Broken? Because that's where you really got to care But in this case, like Okay, the only law they had To go off of was like defamation Or like lying on Official documentation But even for like Mm -hmm. What documentation do you need to be a rapper? Like, do you need to say that, like, I graduated from Stanford to be a rapper? <laughs> mm. Like, school of hard they re- It hurts. It hurts you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Right.
0: Even, but, but like, but like was, those are the claims we made against him that he was lying to have done all these things to show that he's incredible, worth of all like these hustle, talk because he was hustling. I, I
2: don't a know Like
0: I, I'm not gonna I mean It's weird up.
2: It's weird because it's like in, in different cultures Things get like You know uh, Condemned or rewarded Like in America If somebody did that They'd mm. be like yeah That's cool I mean somebody made it The presidency that way here So
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah That's a whole other Oof Yeah It's oh, wow. getting hot in yeah. here
1: Yeah <laughs> Hey No I love it We need to have DJ John right. Back on Okay yeah DJ oh. John More spicy yeah, yeah, banter yeah, I Love
0: yeah. it Yeah Yeah I I think there there's uh, a sentiment like around bullying and around like the documentation with with Taplo. There was like a pushback for um, a sense of injustice. Like in, I think in the U.S., we're we're we're, mm. we're s- slowly widening up to to class warfare and class division and like billionaires hmm. taking advantage of people, maybe subtly. But uh, in that same way of like injustice, we're realizing that between like the gold spoon. You know, silver spoon, brown spoon, or whatever the wooden spoon is in in Korea. And a lot of the way people were like waking up to those injustices were like, well, this person was able to lie through what school they went to in order to get this job. Or Mm -hmm. uh, this person was able to uh, get this, you know, idle position because, you know, whatever reason despite having the trouble to pass. So I think for the public at large, it's driven from a sentiment of like, let's get justice because all these people are getting ahead of us. Meanwhile, us like, you know, wouldn't spoon people have to like toil away. We have an unfair game. That's probably yeah, that, where that sentiment that pain, is coming that from. Yeah,
1: that pain is real, but the target is not. Yeah, the target and the method mm-hmm. is not. I agree, not, I agree. Yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. not defending it, but you know, it's just so we can empathize yeah. and sympathize with it. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah. understand where that's coming from. It's
2: yeah, very and, real and, pain. And, you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I think that like, you know, I, I'm all for a cultural progression, you yeah. know, like if mm-hmm. if people need to be called out for for saying certain things, that's freedom of speech to me. It's just like, yeah, you should be um, held responsible for the things that you say, you know, it's like, not I mean not necessarily, you know, whatever, but like somebody else should be able to say what they think too. And if more people mm-hmm. say, no, we don't agree with you anymore. I'm glad that things have progressed in the last five, 10 years, 20 years. I mean, you know, like I, I was an adult in the nineties and I, I'm telling you, if you were alive then – there's a movie called Mid-90s by um, – what's his face? Jonah Hill, which is h- crazy because it's like the language in it. You forget how mm. pervasive certain words were.
1: Oh, man. You know, it
2: was everywhere, and it's cringy now. Ready and the, to w- the way they treat it is like it was just regular vernacular, mm-hmm. and no yeah. one's cared. No one said anything. That's true. And yeah, sometimes I
1: go in and I watch movies from then, and I'm like, oh – that did Can't do that anymore. Well.
2: Yeah, Mm-mm. not even from like the two two thousand eight or something two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Sometimes I've yeah. seen comedy routines that are just like, oh man, you would no, that just <laughs> wouldn't fly in yeah. three years from when you said that. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, but yeah, You're right. But uh, so yeah, I'm glad we're that always like, shifting. Nothing that is in stone. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Okay. Should we do? Um, by the way, like I, I love this conversation, but like I'm just gonna call it now. We're gonna get some hate comments for this episode. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, I, I love it. Just direct it all at me. No. Factual factual at me. Did we have any factual errors? Yeah. Factual errors we'll, we'll, we'll issue corrections on. We did that for our Big Bang episode. But like, you know, like mm-hmm. we're, 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 we're grown ups, and we'll, 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 one, we we can, we have the liberty to change our minds in light of new evidence. Yeah. One.
2: And if someone wants to, cr- you know, criticize and say something, it's like, it's not like we're not going to listen yeah. and like, maybe we'll learn from it too. So it's all good. Yep. Yeah. I'm, you know, I don't think anybody bad is like. Hey,
0: yeah, but I, I'm I'm expecting people yeah. to come after me, even though. So yeah, it's my main bias. They're gonna be like, oh, Why, I know. Gonna attack so young They're, not you. Uh, They're not coming after you. They're not coming after you. They've come after me before, John. Nah. Okay, so uh, psh, let's give them another. Let's give haters even more ammunition. Are we gonna give the song day or not? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wait. What yeah. are we? Okay. We're gonna do the day back. Right.
0: What, what do you Daybok. think? Should we do it? What do you do? Do you you know what that is? (laughs) That's a tradition. Yeah, it's a stupid tradition, John. Um, Oh. (laughs) I'm all for it. Okay. Mm All right. So taking everything that we've said into account, you know, co-opting feminism, not exactly being tomboy, being a really good rock song, though, (laughs) is Idol's tomboy. Day Day back back or not. not.
1: Yeah, it's a knot for me.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: I, I like their previous songs better. Well, which song? Um, which, which
0: songs do you like the, more?
1: La Tata. <laughs>
0: La Tata, really? <laughs> that was like their first joint.
1: <laughs> <Han, laughs> Taking it way Han back. is probably my favorite
0: song by them. And Han, yeah, yeah
1: Han as well. I, I like their earlier stuff a bit better. Um, I like blow your mind I appreciate, off appreciate their experimenting, you know? I, they always are a conversation starter. Yeah. So...
0: There's that. It was an experiment They definitely worth taking, for sure. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh okay. Who wants to go next? You want me to go next? Sure. Daybok. Ah,
2: I like okay. okay. It sounded good. It's, it was a big sound, and um, Soyeon killed it, and everybody else killed it, too. Um, I don't know. It sounded awesome. The video looked awesome, and Debach is awesome, right?
0: Woo. So, that's right. Boom. Get it. Yeah. Peter. All right. You, you already know. It's it's day, day to the block for me. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you three reasons why. Jen Soyeon. Oh, wow. Soyeon. Okay. No. All right. I think we know the third. We'll just-
2: <laughs> okay. Why don't you make it four? Oh, okay. Doesn't she have another alien? Oh, uh, yeah. Right, right, right.
0: Um, <laughs> I thought you wrote five- All right. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think, like, <laughs> did it did it actually become a tomboy? No. Uh. Are there issues with the lyrics and the delivery, the the melodic and 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 um, rhythm delivery of the lyrics? For sure, there's issues there. But is it like a banger song? Oh yeah, I love it. Like mm-hmm. my, my first impression coming out of that press conference, like oh that's a jam, that that, mm-hmm. that I, that's a good rocking single. Like I really, really 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 love the bridge. I really 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 love villainous, uh, murderous Barbie dolls. Um, yeah that's funny <laughs> and, uh i i think it, it's it's absolutely like the texture both in the sound and the looks like you've got a lot of these like analog film like camera visuals like right direction for for idol and like w- mm. w- if you look at we, we discussed like their their discography to date um john I, I don't know if you noticed this like as a dj like they've got tracks that are like always between the what like 100 not always I guess there's some in like 70 beats per minute but most of the time it's like between 100 and 120 beats per minute it's like in that that goalie lock zone Mm. between those two tempos that like frankly very few other K-pop groups are doing for their for their main single Mm. like Idle you probably said like quirky weird zone where there's a lot of experimentation and this is just the right type of experimentation that I want to be seeing in K-pop Obviously, mm. we have a lot to say about what feminism should be and and how we should see more of that in K-pop. But this long is, is day to the bye.
2: Woo, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, you got a number, Stephanie. Sorry. No, nice,
0: it's it's all good. I don't how
2: how does that work? I mean, like, does somebody get a prize? What's what goes on now? Uh,
0: we do get, <laughs> get, get a prize. We get different levels of love or hate. Uh, by the listeners oh,
2: So we're gonna get I, I know I'm probably gonna get A bunch of hate But no <laughs> one really cared Like I have like Three followers And two Both of you So that's it
0: Okay
1: Yeah I just followed no really so now nope. you have three okay, no.
2: you. <laughs> Exactly So like no one's gonna Hate on me uh, Peter, And if anybody hates on Peter Like who would ever Hate on Peter I BTS know For fans. what reasons
0: He's so nice Twice fans get out
2: of,
0: So no, agreeable that, That's just, that's just
2: <laughs> Nah dude That doesn't mean anything You know Come on
0: Okay well on, you guys are trying to make me feel better for when inevitably comes. And it will. So now uh oh wh- one there. last thing. I'm sorry, I'm like joining on this episode, but like I would really want to encourage listeners, definitely read this paper that we're linking in the story. There's a lot of really interesting uh references to being like um what is it, like Gizzy B, like you know, CL's like fandom, uh-huh. like Gizzy Bay Gizzy Bae. and like what what yeah. like quote unquote being a bitch in like the Western sense. Mm. And we're seeing that like, you mm. know, in Soyeon and um yeah. Jesse. And that, that's like a way that, you know, you can see that as a theme and the way that they've tried <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 to subvert the norms. I don't think they do it. I agree with the paper authors in that, but I think it, it it's just a really interesting set of... Uh...
1: Right. And where I wish the paper would have gone further, one step, is like to not lay blame at the feet of the artists for actually making choices on any of this. Yeah. Like we actually don't know how much input they're allowed to have. There's actually this whole behemoth corporation making these design decisions. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to do them. Just
0: one point. I'm going to do them a solid. So also check out CCTV, Chris and Chan podcast. Um, they they talk about that dynamic actually Around like mm, the negotiation great. on the back end On the industry Yes, end. So check yes. That, that discussion out Okay Sorry Long episode um, John anything you want to plug? Or we know what you want to plug
2: Yeah man I gotta plug my mixes Because I mix K-pop Relentlessly I have a 275 Woo. record one hour K-pop mega mix of 2021 what? Party people It's nuts 275 records in an hour I think that's a world record you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um you can get that at kpopmain.com. I live in Maine, USA. I'm from DC, but I live in Maine. And uh kpopmain.com is where you can get at those mixes. Um and you know, I have like a few hundred listens <laughs> I need it up. So <laughs> yeah, check it you can out. Listen to every- yeah,
1: we got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: good looking. Yeah, out.
0: We'll have a link to that mm-hmm. in in this episode. I want to thank Peter for having me. Really so. appreciate it for everything. You know what I mean? Always, thank you. Always. Yeah, really good mixes. I love, love just the way you you. Uh, it's a lot of isolated instruments, or the way you blend the different instrumentals together, um, and then like plucked, like you know, hand selected like uh, acapellas mm. and vocals. So that it becomes like just one long musical journey. Um, so that that's. Uh, To my knowledge, you're the only DJ doing that John. So, me, yeah, because I tried looking around for other DJs that are doing it like this,
2: and I didn't see any. So I was just like, I better do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, give Mm -hmm. it a listen while you're doing other things while you're driving while you're yeah. Okay, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We need more reviews, so be sure to do that. Um, Unless you hate what we have to say, then then you can just disregard that last request. You you can like (laughs) you can
2: you can review. But it's like It's engagement right I mean does it help Anyone No
3: uh, Not
0: if
1: they give A one star rating Yeah I think
2: Oh, if it gives a helpful no, Give us five stars And then hate on us That's fine Yeah, yeah, that's yeah Just yeah, give it there. five stars And say, and say like yeah uh, You know like I listened to the whole thing So I have to give it five stars But I did not agree with this <laughs> I did not agree with that That's fine yeah. Like disagreements are fine Yeah, yeah just Hating for no reason Is just like You know what you're doing Yep Like knock thank it you. off you know what I'm saying Oh thank you Man TG John.
0: Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to end it there. Um, by the way, I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. Let's, let's give her socials really quick. I'm sorry, I should have done that. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. Where are you guys at?
1: I'm at S Parker 2 on Twitter.
2: I'm at DJ John Main, spelled J-O-N, party people.
0: And you can reach all of us at the K-pop cast. Um, okay, so we'll put it there, and we'll catch you all again next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.
3: Check your dad That your